Welcome to the Logistics of Logistics, a podcast dedicated to exploring how things get places and the people who get them there. We'll talk with logistics and supply chain leaders about innovation, industry trends, and the future of the logistics business. Now, here's your host, Joe Lynch. Hello, friends. Welcome to the Logistics of Logistics podcast. My name is Joe Lynch. Thank you so much for joining us today. Today's topic is selling in tough times with my friend Nick Strober and Melanie Flores. How's it going, Nick? How's it going, Melanie? It's going well. Another uh, another another hot day here in sunny Florida. Well, we were just talking about this. So <laughs> Nick's in Florida. I'm in Michigan. And Melanie's in Atlanta. And boy, it is sticky and humid in all places right now. And I think people don't ever think it gets hot in Michigan. I can been in Florida this time of year, and it's Brutal. the same temperature. But... Anyway, um, before we get into this topic, I'll give my little prelude here. Uh, we're talking about selling in tough times. We're in a weird market all of a sudden, you know, we, whether maybe a recession or maybe not, depending who you, the definition you're using. But we saw during COVID this explosion of rates. We saw all sorts of disruptions. We saw lots of expedites. We saw everybody in the supply chain and logistics world stepping up, doing whatever they could to prevent the problems that just kept coming and they kept coming. And by the way, I just had COVID a second time. So I feel like this isn't going away. We've had these problems, but not, but, but now the rates are coming down. Now we're seeing the economy cool off a little bit. And we're seeing problems in the Ukraine, which and Russia, China. We have we are truly in a weird time, crazy time. So that's why I wanted to talk to you two today and I know you guys have a brand new partnership. We'll be introducing that in just a second. But first, Nick Strober, please introduce yourself and your company and where you're calling from today. Yeah. So as I mentioned, my name is Nick Strober. I'm with uh, Lean Solutions Group down here in, in sunny South Florida, right? Uh, Parkland, to be exact. I started with Lean around six years ago now as one of the first employees. And so it's been- Oh, wow. Yeah. It's been exciting to, to watch- How many employees were there? Were- when I started, we had around 80 in Columbia. We had like five customers, 80 employees. And so- How many now? Today, we're, we're just over 8,550 plus transportation logistics customers. So it's been quite the wild ride since I've joined and just, yeah, incredible incredible team that we have down down in Colombia now, Philippines, Guatemala. It's, it's pretty incredible. So what does Lean do? So we're providing back office staffing services to the transportation logistics industry. So any type of roles from technology to back office support, track and tracing, POD retrieval, data entry, really any of those customer service oriented roles we're providing down in Latin America and in the Philippines for a fraction of the cost based on a lot of the things that are going on in this world today. It's it's tough to find good people. And that's one of the, the areas that we've been able to, to provide support to. So. When you say back office, do you ever do any customer facing stuff? Yeah, yeah, a ton. A lot in the, you know, when capacity is tight, having a team of carrier sales reps that are handling some of those lost leader loads where, you know, maybe somebody in the States is losing 50 bucks on a water or tile load in Columbia, if they're breaking even, everyone's excited and, and you know, you continue building that that relationship with those carriers. So that's definitely been a, a very popular role. And, and then, it just kind of goes on from there, depending on what our customers' needs are. It's it's all about setting up their own office within our facilities, and they are the ones that really pick and choose what their employees are doing on a day-to-day basis. I remember talking to David Bell, one of the founders over at Lean, and I remember this is years ago, and him saying, we'll never get into the sales side. And I think, I, I'm, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but it seems as if you keep finding more and more things to do because I think- it's true. 
the capability and capacity in Colombia is such that you can. I 100%. think before it was like, well, no, we can't have them be customer facing. Right. Well, and then more and more you go, yes, I can. Well, it's it's interesting because the more that these these customers of ours are engaging and working alongside their their counterparts, whether it's in Colombia or Guatemala, it's it's incredible what these employees are able to do. The more they get ingrained and part of the culture of the the company, I mean, there's just so much opportunity for them as as they continue to learn your guys' business, learn the industry, be a part of it. And then it just kind of snowballs from there. So yeah, we, we've, like David said, it's, you know, you started small, you started with some of these entry level roles, and then you find a superstar where you say, why the heck's this guy tracking loads if he could be managing a team of a hundred people or dealing directly with carrier sales. So it's, yeah, it's, it's pretty crazy what we've been able to accomplish. That's been my experience too. This podcast is edited by <laughs> someone from Lean, Natalie. And, you know, she started off coming in just as edit my podcast yeah. and now she's working on my youtube channel she's sending emails out to my my contacts so she's she's been able to step into a whole bunch of roles that weren't originally planned and before we jump into it with melanie tell us a little bit about you where'd you grow up where'd you go to school just back of the napkin yeah so i was born and raised in in santa barbara california I moved out actually near you in, in minnesota I, I went to college out there and then i got the opportunity where'd actually, you go i went to st cloud state Oh, nice. Go Huskies. And then when I graduated, I ended up actually getting my pilot's license. I wasn't sure if I wanted to become a pilot. So I ended up meeting David Bell just through some family friends or, you know, just being family friends. And he told me about this, this idea that he had with, with Lean Solutions or at the time Lean Staffing Solutions. And so he brought me down to Florida. I was, I was happy to get out of Minnesota and then the rest is, is history. So it's been, it's been a, quite the ride. Excellent. Excellent. So Melanie Flores, tell us a little bit about your company. You and So where are you at and what is your company? So I'm just outside Atlanta and I'm with SimTrain. I'm the director of solutions consulting. And what we do is we digitize role play training and coaching. So we pretty much, if you imagine, like if you were told you had to train, like teach a hundred people how to parallel park and in your backyard, we basically provide the digital cones. We let them practice all they want. They, we, did, we generate the reports so they can see how they're doing and how you can see how they're doing. So we just do that just all digitally. So that's SimTrain. So it's S-Y-M-T-R-A-I-N. That is correct. Yeah. Okay. So if I was using SimTrain right now, let's say I needed to be trained in sales. How does that work? So I'm brand new on the job and I need to be trained. How does it work? So we have these simulations that are set up and you, you hit a start button on your, on your computer, on your phone, and then you end up being walked through all the software, the screens that you would see if you were speaking with a real life customer. And then we would actually have a, a voice come on. It's just, it's a, it's like the, the customer voice. We call it coach sim. The, the, uh, right. We have a voice come on that, that is like what a customer would actually say. And then you actually have to interact with this voice and on your screen doing all the things that you would do if it was actually a real person. And uh, we, we score you on whether you're on, on both your content and your delivery. And at the end, you can see how you did. And then you could, your manager can see how you did. And you can use that to have a, a natural and data-driven conversation with your manager on how you can improve it. You can even use it by yourself and see how you can do better. I mean, and you can do this at any time. You can do it at home. You can do it in your car while you're waiting you know, to pick up your kids or something. We, we make it so you can train anytime, anywhere. I love that. And then you get that feedback. And so if I'm, if I said, I'm going to, I'm going to try this out and I got negative feedback, like, Hey, Joe, you did this, this, and this wrong. 
I do it again and again and again and again, as opposed to if I'm failing kind of in a, a real-time environment, you know, everyone's looking at me like, oh, Joe's an idiot. <laughs> Why do we hire that guy, right? <laughs> yeah, we, we make it. We give you basically a place where you can practice with no one looking over your shoulder, and it's a safe environment. It's, just, it's like those traffic cones instead of practicing between real cars. Right. And by the way, um, we're, we'll get into this in just a second sales training is so important, but no one wants to do it. Like I can tell you this, I did sales training, I sold it and I did a lot of it, but I ran into so many companies that really didn't have a budget for it. Or if they did have a budget, they'd say so many people said this, yeah, this is great. They didn't want to pay very much for it, but then they didn't want to take any time off. No one could take any time off for sales training, or they would want to do this thing where we'll do an afternoon. Nothing changes in the afternoon. You need ongoing repetitive training. And that's not really a feasible model for most companies unless you are a big company have an internal. Yeah, we had, and the way that our software helps with that is you could actually just run these simulations. Of, you, could, you can run them like one or two sims a day, in fact, and just keep practicing it. And then you can even you can shake it up so you get different simulations so that you stay fresh on those on those weird situations that come up. So we hope to fix it that way. The market all of a sudden changed. So we are not in the COVID market. We're kind of in the recession model. But before we get into that, uh, Melody, tell us a little bit back of the napkin about you. Where did you grow up? Where did you go to school? Give us some career highlights before you join SimTrain. Okay. Yeah, I was born in New Jersey, but I've actually lived everywhere because I'm a Navy brat. So because of all that, right. I've lived all over. I've lived all over the U.S. and even in Iceland. You and Nick both. <laughs> so let's see, I, I graduated with a degree in engineering from MIT. Well, that's a good school, I hear. <laughs> it's, I've pretty much done a lot of crazy things that you wouldn't expect. I, you know, I did do engineering for ten years, but since then, I've done a number of things. And I think, in a nutshell, I've I've always been attracted to opportunities to build something. And the more out there and kind of crazy the idea seems, the more I was attracted to it. So I have basically, I've worked as a preschool teacher and built like a kindergarten engineering workshop. I've started up an optical fiber plant, started an e-commerce business with my kid. And now I couldn't resist when I when I heard about SimTrain and what we were doing. Like, you were in. Yeah, I was like, <laughs> ooh, that sounds really interesting and fun. Right. So Nick, you guys have a partnership with SimTrain. So tell me, uh, tell us about that partnership. And then I want to get your two cents, Melanie. Yeah, no, absolutely. So we at Lean Solutions have something that's called the Lean Alliance, where we partner with with kind of innovative brands and, and, and companies that are are doing exciting things in, in the transportation logistics space. And so when uh, some of our founders were introduced to Dan from SimTrain, it made sense to do a, a partnership, and so it's it's very exciting what we've what we've already done, and and what's next between this partnership, including you know our lean library of of simulated trainings, not just for us internally at Lean Solutions, but for all of our customers as well. That could kind of tie into what it is that that we're building in terms of simulated training. So just something that that we'll obviously cover down the road, but. Yeah, super, super exciting partnership. That's one of the things we didn't say. How, how many logistics companies do you guys work with right now, North American? Right around 600. So we, we're on onboarding quite a few every single month. It's been... So what ends up happening, you when you do the back office and doing sales and doing all this stuff for 600, you guys become the best practice yeah. owners. So 100%. it's not just, oh, we, we got a whole bunch of inexpensive yeah. people outsourced. No, you become more and more the best practice owner. And um, anyway, that's that's where the SimTrain thing comes in. So, Melanie, how is this 
How's this partnership work for you guys? We're super excited to be partnering with Lean. And what we've done is actually created a structure where, because Lean has their fingers in so many different industries, but especially in the logistics and transportation industry, we've been working with uh, their instructional designers and their, uh, their carrier sales manager to create a library. So I'm just going to hold this up. This is basically the library. And if you think about it, it's sort of like... Oh, I contributed to that. I gave them a whole <laughs> bunch of my sales training stuff. <laughs> yeah. It's basically, see this, like a box set of books? Well, that's basically what Lean and SimTrain is, is, is creating together. Basically a box set of Sims, although it's like digital box. And right. all, all, of these, all of these Sims simulate the most common scenarios that you could possibly run into, that you could run into in there. So we have created this library in logistics and transportation, but we're also going to create it in other industries as well. We're actively doing that um, even as we speak. Right. And I love how specific it is to an industry because one of the things you would always hear, I've done a lot of training in uh, transportation, logistics, supply chain, a million workshops. People always assume if you're coming from the outside to do, they're like, well, you don't understand this is a freight brokerage. I'm like, I understand. I ran a freight brokerage. <laughs> oh, oh, so you understand this. Yeah. And that's what that's what Lean has been. I think it's one, one of the reasons you grew because it's it's one of the few businesses that caters to the transportation. It's the, it's making those the picks and shovels for the gold rush of uh, the supply chain stuff. And by the way, I, you mentioned the Lean Alliance. I I interviewed one of the Lean Alliance partners is Tex Locate, fantastic company for tracking tracing. I also interviewed the guys from Metaphor along with Dave Bell. There you go. I hope to interview Cassandra from Carrier Assure. Fantastic new company. I love what she's doing over there. And who am I missing? Oh, SimTrain. So here we are. Yeah. And more to come, I'm sure. Well, I love that you guys are, I, I say it all the time on my podcast, now is the time to partner up. When you look at um, juggernauts like Lean saying, we're going to partner, that tells you something. There's value in it. For sure. So let's switch gears a little bit. So what I mentioned earlier on that this is really a crazy time. We had covid where we had all sorts of challenges, rates skyrocketed, there wasn't enough capacity. We all lived through that world. I won't go over it. But now all of a sudden, we're in a different world. And it's maybe, I like to say post-COVID, knocking on wood over here. <laughs> COVID listened, and that's why I got COVID <laughs> the second time. We're in that crazy time. So Nick, talk about one of the things that's really a problem in the market right now. I think, and, and this has been what we've been able to to kind of accomplish over the years as well. So it's, it's taking, you know, what's happened over the years, but then also emphasizing it during these last two to three years. And at the end of the day, I think it all boils down to finding the right people, whether it's, you know, finding the right salespeople, whether it's finding the right or, you know, people, you know, within your back office operations, it's been a huge struggle. Now also dealing with retention and, the um, you know people working from home it's just this everything's kind of just like combined into the great resignation is alive and well exactly so it's just like everything's kind of boiling down to just people and so you know creating partnerships like the one with SimTrain has given us such you know a, a huge leg to stand on when we talk about hiring salespeople here in the states and then also using our platform or SimTrain to train the people that we have down in latin america so it's definitely been a huge hem- emphasis on on kind of the simulated training to make sure that we're doing the right things and find the right people. Well, first off, if you're struggling to find headcount, and many, many companies are, you you get with Lean because Lean finds good people 
for you. By the way, I hired Natalie from working with Lean. Yep. They brought me three people within a week or so. All three of them were good. Natalie was the best. It was like easy. And I was thinking, so recruiting is important, but also so is retention. And one of the reasons people leave right away is often that turnover is often related to not being successful in the job, maybe a poor orientation. Sure. I think 15, 20% of turnover, you know, it's going to happen in the first month. And the person just says, I never quite got settled there. For sure. So I think Lee knows how to onboard people. But I think also if you can start to bring in some of that training that Sim trains and they go, man, I'm hitting the ground running. I get it. So, Melanie, your two cents on uh, recruiting and retaining? Oh, absolutely. I think one of the things that that make people feel like they weren't prepared well and then they end up quitting is because they, they, they're terrified. They don't know exactly how to handle certain, certain situations. You just get a few of those calls and then you realize, hey, this isn't for me. But if we could actually expose people to those situations like multiple times, tons of times before they actually get on the phone with a real person, then they'll feel confident and they'll be like, I got this. Right. Right. So I want to talk about this. So we talked about the first one, which is it's really hard to recruit and, and retain people. And I I sometimes use the term recruit, train, and retain. Yeah. It's really hard to do. It's hard to get anybody. So Lean can help you there with the recruiting and the retaining, but also we'll switch gears to talk about training. The second point I want to talk about is how hard it is to train. And I can say this again, I'm where we hit record, I was lecturing. My master's is in education geared towards training and consulting. And some of the stuff I learned along the way was that afternoon training session where you go, oh, yeah, we got everybody in the room and we did an afternoon and we trained them on sales and hallelujah. Now, how much improvement in sales? 20%? It's basically nothing. Everybody goes back to their desk. It's almost like a motivational session. And what we really need is we need repetition. We need to hit them with it over and over and over and over and over again. But also, you touched on this, maybe you'll touch on it again, Melanie, is we can change it up. So so it doesn't have to necessarily get boring because you can change that. But that where that training is on my computer and it never goes away, that's beautiful. So talk a little bit about that, Melanie. So the way I, yes, a lot of, a lot of people will think that that afternoon session is all they need to do and they never do it again. But you think, you think (laughs) about like, I've got two kids who swim and they go, they practice those strokes all the time, every day. You don't learn to become a great swimmer just by going to practice once a month. You go by, you you go every day and you practice. And then every once in a while, Hey, we're going to do butterfly today. And then, and then we're going to do breaststroke. You keep it, you, you change it up. So we basically make it possible for you your build people those to have that. Exactly. We're building muscle memory. Yeah. And you know, I call what you guys are doing just-in-time training. When I have a problem, I don't want to go, oh, I have a problem. I'm going to sign up for a workshop. I'm going to sign <laughs> up for a, a class online for next week. I want to, I want to learn right now. Yeah. And so if there's a new topic, and by the way, usually that if one person's struggling with it, probably multiple people struggling with it. So you just update your system and say, this is a new, this is a new problem that we're running into, right? And so Lean updates their simulations using SimTrain and go, we're training all of our new people in this. Yep, you just deploy it. You have a new situation, you write it up, and then you just assign it to people. You could have a new situation, a new training um, simulation out to hundreds of people same day. Yeah, that's fantastic. No scheduling, nothing. You just write it up and assign it to people. 
It's all digital. And by the way, given how many people work for Lean and how many different companies, if there's a problem, they're going to say, you know what? We're seeing the same problem with three or four of the companies. And I'll, I'll use this as an example. When COVID hit, all of a sudden, rates skyrocketed. And now everybody's got to call and say, sorry, the regular driver, the regular truck isn't coming. Now you're in the spot market and the rate's going to be triple. Well, that's not an easy conversation to have. So you could say, we're going to update our systems and we're going to train everybody on that. So so even before the, you call, Nick, even before one of your customer calls and says, hey, this is a real problem. You go, yeah, we're already updated the training using SIM training. We're already, we're already training people on how to have that delicate phone call. <laughs> Absolutely. No, I mean, it's, it's definitely, I mean, just like what you guys were saying in terms of like doing quick updates, whether it's objections, whether it's, you know, rates or certain situations that are happening in the world today. I mean, that's the beauty of it. And instead of having to gather, you know, everybody in a, a classroom or gather everybody on a, a Zoom meeting, whatever it is, just being able to immediately update it, you know, goes to their email, they have to do the course. It's, it's just so easy. And so like we've been leveraging it, like I said, not only with our employees in, in Latin America, but also on a smaller scale, just here in the States with our, you know, we've, we built out an entire sales process with BDRs, inside sales reps, account executives, and we've been able to leverage it there. So, I mean, I can't even imagine some of these companies that are coming in with, you know, 40 to, to 100 salespeople classes where it's, you know, training is just a, a mess. And so SimTrain is 100% the answer for those those uh, companies that are, are scaling like crazy. Yeah. And by the way, one of the things we always want is I say, Nick is killing it on the job and Melanie's killing it on the job, but Joe and a whole bunch of the other guys aren't killing it. How do we take what Nick's saying and what Melanie's saying and put that into a course so we get all of our people upgraded? Now, so there's certain things personality-wise that you're not going to be able to address, but if you can address, you know, attitude, skills, and knowledge for that training, and you can say, yeah, I got everybody on my team at least exposed to that best practice. I love it. And I'll throw one other thing out there, Nick, is as you bring on new customers and they say, hey, um, I want you guys to get up to speed on how we do things. You're like, eh, not a problem. We'll be up to speed that fast, right? <laughs> yeah. As absolutely. fast as we can develop the new course. So the next thing I want to talk about, and, and the, the few of these are really kind of overlap, but we, we are kind of in a recession. If not, uh, maybe a slowdown. We have this massive inflation. Although we have massive inflation, we also see rates going down. We have problems at the port. Again, with AB5, that's not going to help. We have labor participation problems. And I think it's mostly moms, from what I understand, are just saying, I'm out. I'm going to do something from home. And so we have the recession, we have high turnover, and we have labor participation down. So how do we how do we kind of get out of that trick bag? Now, I'll, I'll let you answer this one first, Melanie. It's a big problem. I mean, I don't think there's a silver bullet for it, but I think you guys can address it. I think making onboarding easy and helping people come on. First of all, this our product is perfect for, for working from home. You can work from it, it, if you need remote workers, you can you can get up to speed real fast <laughs> with something like this. Yes, yes. So you can actually come up to speed quickly. So I think that part of it is making it so you can onboard people completely remotely. That is so important. It's funny. I talked. I was. I talked to my mom this weekend. My mom's in her eighties, so she's like. 
People are going to have to go back to work. People are going to, and she keeps saying that. I go, I, I know what you're saying, mom, because you, my mom worked at the hospital or she was an administrator. And she's like, you have to go back. People have to go back. And I was like, they ain't going back, mom. <laughs> <laughs> she said, they aren't going back. Don't think I mean, so. We, I just got, I just got over the conversation with my, my daughters are saying, yeah, we have unlimited vacation. She's like, <laughs> What do you mean? <laughs> vacation. <laughs> but so I do think remote is here to stay. And I think when we're talking about that low labor participation, if you can tell somebody you can work from home and I'll get you up to speed using a, a tool like this, makes it a lot easier. Because again, I think a lot of people aren't, people still need money. So when they quit, they quit because the job wasn't uh, supporting, especially with the kids, kids at home. So let me summarize, then I want to get final thoughts on this topic from both of you. So we're talking about this new partnership. And first off, with the, the problems you guys are kind of trying to address is it is really hard in this market to uh, recruit, train, and retain people. And one of the ways we talked about is using this tool, SimTrain, is getting people up to speed faster. Even if they're working remote, we can get people up to speed also, get have them be successful sooner. And maybe this, we use this for onboarding also. So you say, I know how to do things. Because again, a lot of turnovers related to you already, we've all had that job where you get there the first day and go, this isn't what I expected, right? <laughs> or worse yet, I this is what I want to do, but I don't understand it and nobody's training me. Uh, you know, that on-the-job training model can be very uncomfortable for people, you know, so, so we, we, we've got this tool and we've got lean, lean will get you people no matter what, <laughs> but in this case, they could using SIM train, they can get those people up to speed even faster. And we talked a little bit about the high turnover, the labor participation or lack thereof. Maybe this is a tool that we can use to address. Again, I think making this job more attractive, making it easier to, to get and keep people. So Nick, final thoughts. No, I think that was a, a good summary of, of the points that we discussed today. I, I think the main the main point here is just making sure that the the people that you have here, you know, in the states or whether it's in Latin America, whatever it is, it's like you want to be able to to cut the training time, hopefully in in half or at least you know a quarter of in terms of because I I mean I've dealt with customers that have six week training periods. And it's so manual and, and laborsome where if you use a tool like SimTrain and you cut that to three weeks, you're talking, you know, your, your cost savings, you have less people uh, involved in the actual training process. So it just makes complete sense. And so very grateful to, to create the partnership with SimTrain and, and be able to, to leverage them, not just with us, but with all of our, our customers. So no, I, I appreciate you, you having us on, on the call today. Yep. So Melanie, your thoughts? I'd like to add on so excellent points, Nick. And again, thank you for having us, um, Joe. We don't actually just help you train people. We actually can help you take your existing employees to the next level because you could even assign in incumbent employees sims that you realize, hey, this could actually take all of us to, to something else. So I, I just want to make sure that uh, to point that out too, that we are not just for new employees. We are We can help you level up. Yeah, it's as much as your creativity will take you to, right? Yeah. Exactly. Now, I'm assuming, I didn't ask this earlier, but Melanie, I'm assuming there's stats. So I get analytics on all this. Oh, yes. So I can see that Nick isn't doing any of the training, <laughs> and I asked him to. I'm a millennial. And Melanie, yeah. <laughs> so let's just say I have an employee who's not hitting their numbers, not getting 
the job done to my liking. And then I also noticed that they didn't take the time to do the training. I, you, I can say, rather than just go, come on, do a better job. I can say, hey, pal, what I want you to do is I want you to take this afternoon and I want you to go through module one, two, three, four, five, get these done. It's going to help you. You're going to feel better. And I think it's so often as a manager, you're saying things that make no sense. Like, oh, come on, Melanie, you you can do better than that, <laughs> right? And where you're like, how did you help? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah, definitely. You're, you're absolutely right. I mean, our, you cannot pencil whip our training. We know, you can tell if you're a manager who actually logged in and, and what sins did they run. And the other thing that we, the reports actually make it like more natural, like, you and this trainee can look together and if he didn't do very well, you just look at the screen together and you can say, oh, here's where you can improve it. It just, we take that awkwardness out of it. Right. Because you're, you're right. looking at something objective together. Yeah. And by the way, I've always said this is, I, and again, I, my master's in education, so I'm fully for training, but it can sometimes be a cop-out thing where people say, maybe got, the manager hasn't done the right job, hasn't hired the right people. And then you just say, well, I'm sending... I'm selling, sending Jim to training. And then Jim goes home and tells his wife, they really like me. They're sending me to training. Well, that's because you should never be in that job, <laughs> right? You shouldn't have been hired. But this tool lets you really take people from zero to 100. I mean, you can, this is no cop out. This is this way to do it. So before we go, uh, let's talk a little bit about Lean. Who do you guys serve? Who is the sweet spot for Lean Solutions Group? Yeah, so I mean, our I'd say bulk of our our customers are in the the 3PL space. So you know whether you're a, a very large brokerage or even a, a smaller you know brokerage 3PL over the road trucking company freight forwarder. We work with majority of the the major players in the space today. Anything in the supply chain. So it's uh, and and we're going to stick to stick to that. So we we plan to stay you know within the. Well, it's the a pretty big chain. market. <laughs> so I'm saying yeah, there, there's so many. I mean, we we have. 70 of the top 100 transportation logistics companies today. And we, we plan to continue hitting each one off the list. So yeah, big, big plans. So what kind of work are you doing for them? So, I mean, what our whole model is really all about is setting up their own satellite office within our facilities in Latin America and now actually the Philippines. And so what we've really been able to do is provide any type of back office support positions up into, like we talked about carrier sales and, and account managers. So if you're talking some of the, our three our freight forwarding customers, we do anything from ISF filing to AES SEVs. What is ISF? It's ba- I mean, it's, it's basically, we're able to do really any type of, of process on, on that front from the moment that you know a load is is executed in their systems up into you know actually receiving it, so really been able to do the the A through Z on on that regard. So export import documentation, so you name it. But then on obviously on the on the three PL side, doing any type of you know tracking tracing, calling the customer, calling the consignee. Yeah, it's it's pretty pretty incredible. And what we've done is just building out full blown operations. So I have customers that have four hundred fifty employees with us down in Latin America with account managers, supervisors, team leaders, you name it, it's, it's their own operations, their logo outside the door, their company colors all throughout the office. It's it's pretty wild. Yeah. B- by the way, so Natalie, who works with me, she's a lean employee, but she has an email address yeah. from my company and she sends stuff out. And it, so, by the way, I don't know how many times I tell somebody I, I work with lean and they always say, yeah, us too. It's, it's so normal <laughs> now. <laughs> by the way, 
You guys are also doing a lot of marketing. Yeah. So yeah, exactly. We have really any type of position. So on the marketing front, we have marketing strategists, we have social media strategists, we have graphic designers. We have a ton of, we have around 900 programmers and, and help desk specialists on the technology side. So, I mean, obviously right now trying to hire programmers and any type of UI, UX de developers, it's, it's nearly impossible. And so it's, uh, it's another, just one of our solutions. Excellent. Excellent. So Melanie, tell us a little bit about who's the sweet spot for your biz. We target sales service and support organizations. And um, we have actually, we've got clients in the banking space, insurance, logistics and transportation, and even healthcare. Yeah. And you guys don't do just sales, right? No, we do. There's a, we, our SIMs could actually help people with, with customer support and service as well. So it's not just sales. Anything related to training, you guys can set that up. Now, to set up like a training session, let's just say I wanted to, I had a specific customer service request that I had to manage. How long to create something like that in your system? So it depends. If it's if it's just an audio simulation, those are very quick. I could, You can usually create those in minutes, probably less than half an hour, depending how long. Once you start incorporating screenshots, like if you're trying to train someone not only what to say, but also how to navigate the software, then you got to capture screenshots. So that adds time. It's similar to like creating a slideshow. You need the pictures and the music. That takes time. Right. I did, um, when I met with you and Dan, I got the little demo where you guys, it started with an email, which so many, so much of our business does start with an email. And then, and then there was the make a phone call. And I was like, yeah, it was like real life. <laughs> so what, what I, what we talked about doing, Melanie, we'll do a little, a short demo that we'll add as a part of the show notes. So anyone who wants to check out what SimTrain is doing, we'll have that in the show notes. Well, anyway, Nick, Melanie, thank you so much. I really love what you guys are doing. Yeah, no, thank you, Joe. I appreciate the time and, and looking forward to what's next. Yeah, thank you for having us. We're, we're excited. We're we couldn't be more thrilled to be working with Lean and appreciate the invite to be on the show. It's my pleasure. It's my pleasure. I'll tell you, I think you guys are bringing solutions that the market truly needs. Again, this is these are crazy times, and I think everybody's struggling with the same thing, and you guys are really bringing a solution to it. And forever, I don't think there was companies like Lean. If you needed somebody to help you, you went to somebody who was generic, right? A yeah. staffing company. It's not nearly the same as getting someone like Lean Solutions Group who says, we come from this business and we get this business and right. we're doing it for your competition. So we get it. <laughs> join, <laughs> That's why your competition's kicking your ass. <laughs> anyway, thank you so much, Nick. And thank you so much, Melanie. And thank all of you for listening to my podcast. Your support's very much appreciated. Until next time, Onward and Upward. You've been listening to the Logistics of Logistics podcast, where we engage in conversation with experts in the logistics field. For more details, visit thelogisticsoflogistics.com or follow Joe Lynch on LinkedIn.